0: Hi, everybody. My name is Hafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. A case for specialization. episode, I wanted to bring awareness to the fact that your specialization as a translator or interpreter is not only related to your educational or professional background. This is something my students ask me quite often when they say that they want to decide on a given specialization. Yes, if you went to school to earn a degree in a given area, or if you worked in a given field for many years before becoming a translator or interpreter, these are naturally your main specializations because translating or interpreting those subjects will come easily to you, considering all the knowledge you've acquired through the years. However, your interests and hobbies can also be part of your professional specialization, because that is another way you can acquire knowledge on a given field. For example, I just talked about my love for soccer a couple of weeks ago. Because I've been an avid fan for 30 years now, I've acquired a lot of knowledge about it while watching games live or on TV, reading articles, playing a few games, albeit badly, discussing the sport with friends and family, and even teaching some rules, such as offsides, to friends who end up learning about soccer by osmosis just by hanging out with me. Because of all that, I've been able to work on several projects related to the sport, The most relevant one was my participation in the official FIFA World Cup Germany 2006 translation team, working with four or five other Brazilian translators throughout the entire international event. Together, we translated a lot of material ahead of the event, including articles about culture and society in Germany, the host country, and profiles or interviews featuring players and coaches. When the World Cup started in June, it was as if we were all part of an immersion program, because I had the TV on and watched every single game, kept in touch with the rest of the team through instant messaging, and then waited for the next translation assignment to come in so I could translate game recaps, follow-up interviews, and other daily developments. It was a unique experience because I already had all that knowledge in Portuguese and I could fill in the blanks in English while watching the games and listening to announcers and commentators contextualize the information before I had a chance to translate it all for Brazilian readers. There was also this one time I got a translation project about baby bottles, pacifiers, and other baby-related accessories, so to speak, when I mentioned to the project manager that I had a four-month-old at home. As a first-time mom who had done a lot of research before welcoming my baby daughter, I had been consuming a lot of specialized literature and had selected the products I wanted to buy to take care of my baby. So my client felt extra confident that I would be the right person for the job. Lastly, another subject that is part of my daily life is health and wellness. I am not qualified to translate highly medical materials. I actually have colleagues who specialize in the area and can translate anything from scientific medical articles to surgery records, for example, and I hire them when these projects are sent our way. However, I have worked on several corporate programs aimed at improving the health of employees by motivating them to having healthy eating habits, adding physical activity to their daily routine, or giving up a bad habit that affects their health, such as smoking. I have also translated informational material for people who are shopping around for health insurance, who uh, needed to understand what kinds of services a health clinic has to offer, uh, what shots they need to take, or the governmental programs that help low-income individuals have access to health care in the United States. Considering all that, when students ask me what specialization they should pursue as translators or interpreters, I always tell them to brainstorm their educational background their professional experiences, and their hobbies and interests to assess how much knowledge they have in both languages when it comes to the subjects they are most familiar with. And when students want to acquire a new specialization, I tell them to start consuming bilingual materials in a given area and practice with news articles, for example, so they can feel more comfortable researching and translating the key terminology and concepts associated with that field. If they have an opportunity to work with a mentor or a copy editor who is already knowledgeable in that area, they can get some valuable feedback to improve their own skills. When they feel they're ready, they can reach out to companies or translation agencies that are knowingly dedicated to that given area, so they can submit a translation sample or take their translation test as part of the onboarding process. How about you? What areas do you specialize in as a translator or interpreter? How did you develop your specialization? Did you go to school or work in that area? Was it a subject you were passionate about? Let me know. I'd love to share your feedback with our listeners. Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my anchor page is anchor.fm slash translation dash confessional. I look forward to hearing from you.